All right. Are you ready? Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Carlisle Tattoo Co. Bold, bright and everlasting. You can find us at 178 Carlisle Street, St Kilda, Melbourne, Australia. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Carlisle Studios. My name is Hal Hunter. My name is Bella Hunter. And it is 8.31pm on a Thursday night and we are back in your ears. We are. We didn't actually think we were going to do an episode this week, um, but then we realised we actually doing nothing at home, so we may as well <laughs> um, keep giving you what you want, hopefully what you want, um, which is us rambling on about things we're probably not educated enough to talk about. I love how you say we're doing nothing at home, but pretty sure we're keeping another human alive. That's easy, Bella. <laughs> I'm going to throw a bombshell out there. Okay. You know how it's always considered a little bit uh I wouldn't I don't know if the term if the word's rude, but when you compare having dogs to having children and people are like it's not the same, you know, like you can't compare. So I've always felt like cuz we treat our dogs like children. Yeah. I've always very spoiled. Yeah, I've always felt like, and we've got a, a real routine around it as well. Mm-hmm. But I've always felt like when I say to people, it's like they're like, oh, "Are you nervous about having a kid?" All this sort of stuff. Um, um, I'm always like, "Oh, well, you know, like we've got the dogs." I and then I say, I always say, I always preface what I that with saying like, "I know it's not the same, but like, I think the dogs have helped us prepare a little bit." It's pretty much exactly the same. And now I can say that because we do have a kid. I definitely don't think it's exactly the same. Mm. I can see the similarities, but I also don't have to wake up multiple times a night to feed the dogs. (laughs) We have to wake up. Or produce their own food. (laughs) Once a night, Bella. We used to get. No, it's once. It's twice. It's once. Pretty sure I'm waking up twice, mate. Don't know why you're getting up. <laughs> the schedule is 10 p.m. feed, 2 p.m. feed, 6 a.m. feed. No. Oh, sorry, it's 2 a.m. That ain't it's once. That ain't it. But we used to get up 10 times a night to put the doona back on the dogs. So That's true. Exactly. And when we were living in the apartment, we used to wake up like seven times a night to take Cuddy down the street to go to the toilet. Exactly. So I know I've only we've been lived, a parent for two- We've lived through yeah, some things. It's been two weeks and one day since I became a parent. <laughs> And it is uh, the only, yeah, it's not difficult, I don't think. But obviously that will change. And everyone who's got kids, I'm sure, will be like, you just wait, it'll get harder. Been hearing it all my life. I Uh, think it's going to get harder when you go back to work and you're tired. Probably. Then you will be like, I'm over this. Well, we chose to have a kid, so I'm not going to (laughs) complain. Oh, I'll remember that. Uh, Weekly recap, Bella. Oh, I've done so much. Have you got much? Have you done much? You started your core exercises today. <laughs> no, my pelvic floor exercises. Yeah. So as um, I'll quote the, the nurse, <laughs> you do these now so that when you're feeling fresh and you want to go for a run, your, um, your guts don't fall out, your pussy or something. Not, she didn't say those exact words, but. Um, Cause that's not how I remember it. Yeah. She I said was, it a lot more polite. I was sitting there going, mm, okay. Bella doesn't run anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. I've written down a weekly recap because I know you haven't. Well, 
my week has been feeding the baby, changing nappies, yeah. doing washing. There's a lot of people, a lot of people have messaged asking more baby content. So maybe in the future you can feel like you want to add it in. Cause I know that you don't want to go like, oh, I did this today with Lenny and I did this and that. Well, I don't know what people want to hear. Oh, that's right. Cause you don't get the messages from the Spotify stuff, do you? No. Oh, I do. Right. Well, I'll recap both of us. So we're okay. back. We're back home with Lenny and the dogs. Yep. Um, We've been home for two days with Lenny. Yep. So he spent, he spent thirteen days or fourteen days in hospital. No, after he didn't. Yeah. No. Because fourteen days is two weeks. He's only two weeks and one day old. Oh, okay. So twelve or thirteen days. Then. <laughs> I'm not getting in. Also, another pet peeve of mine is when people refer to their children. I understand it's relevant when they're like under a year old. Yeah. But we're getting to like how many days is he old, all of this. It's like he's just two weeks old. You know what I'm saying? When people say, oh, he's 36 months old. Medical professionals speak in Yeah, are we that? weeks and days though. We're not that. No, I'm definitely not. Yeah. So, yeah, we spent a week at Frankston Hospital, three or four days back at the bays in Mornington where Bella delivered. Um, and that's just because he was obviously five weeks premature, so they wanted to monitor him and um, make sure he was feeding properly and all of that sort of stuff. So now, yeah, we've been home for two days, which has made it a lot easier. Oh, so much more enjoyable. Yeah. I wrote down here, about Do you know what? Yeah. I think this every single time we, like, travel or go away mm-hmm. or whatever, the little things that you take for granted in your daily life. Yep. There's nothing – that I could compare to the feeling of either sleeping in your own bed or like having a shower in your own bathroom or something like that. Yeah. I don't know if I'd put those two at my absolute top, but I do agree. But because I was staying in hospitals Mm. and spending all day there and whatnot, nothing better Mm. than having a shower in your own bathroom. Yeah. I agree. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, I've actually – you might have forgotten. You know how you sort of forget the traumas of the past over time? Yeah. You might have forgotten, but um, one night when I was staying here and you were in the hospital, Mm. in the Bay's private hospital, by the way, you equated it to being in prison. (laughs) I did. So I've written down, Bella thought private hospital was like prison. No. (laughs) Yes. No. Yes. And I explained this to one of the nurses and I was Mm. like – yeah, it would be like prison if I were Mariah Carey and I got to like <laughs> live in like a five-star prison. It's really yeah. nice, but I just want to fucking I've go home. I've not been in many prisons. <laughs> well, I've never stayed at hospital and ever I, in my yeah, life. Yeah, and you've definitely never been to prison. No. So I'm not sure if they're getting the double beds with the TV and the well, hell, 24-hour Well, it was free-to-air TV, so they really could have upped oh. their game there. Um, we should have we paid for the better package. <laughs> Anyway. No, it's just because, like, I couldn't leave. I couldn't do anything. I know what you mean because I stayed there two nights and I was like, oh, I'm over this. Um, Our pursuit of health and well-being at the shop has been foiled once again. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So we've previously at Carlisle Tattoo Co. um, Essentially, it happens every year. Yep. Because you. No, not me. Not always me. It was used to be Bobby a lot. It starts to get better weather around this time of year. 
everyone starts going, oh, I can't wait for summer. I can't wait for the beach, all this sort of stuff. Then everyone's like, oh, I'm going to start going to the gym more. I'm going to work on my body. Everyone wants to get I'll be shredded. honest, it's only the guys in the shop who say these things. But Yeah, because the girls are fucking normal, mm-hmm. level-headed humans. Yes, they are. That don't have unrealistic expectations yeah. of their body. So I can't remember whether it was last summer or the summer before. We got like a full free weight set. It and was had, last summer. And we just had it in the stencil room and we would use it. That's when everyone was on the oxy shred trying to get. It was mostly pushed by Bobby. He was trying to. That get was really definitely fit. Bobby because he was trying to get fit before a baby. I think. No, this was two years ago. That would have been. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's when he first started um, dating KJ. Got yeah. And he was trying to have his best body. And then obviously it came to the winter. No one is using them, so we end up throwing them away. But all the guys at one seven eight, which is the the main shop at Carlisle Street, um. We've been talking about, yeah, getting some gym equipment. So I, I said, buy something on Facebook Market. We'll get the chin-up bar. We'll drill it into the brick walls at the back. We can use it every day, blah, 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 blah. We go about doing it. We then realize there's nowhere on the building that we have that you can actually drill it in um, without there being a big risk of the wall falling down. <laughs> so out the back of the shop, there's like 30 bins from all the different shops that back onto – it's like a little sort of laneway sort of area. And then just next to that is this car, private car park for one of the real estate agents on the on the street. But there's like a shit basketball ring drilled into the wall. There's like some shit furniture out there. Like people chuck shit out there all the time. Mind you, I've gone out there multiple times and there's junkies shooting yeah. up and stuff. So we were like, oh, sick. We'll just drill it into this wall. Everyone can use it. It's communal, whatever. Okay. First of all, it doesn't really go that way, but continue your story. What doesn't go that way? You don't just have communal walls that you can drill into. No, I understand that. I was saying more so like (laughs) it's their wall, it's our chin-up bar, we'll do a little exchange, everyone can use it. If they want to come out and do some chin-ups, they're welcome to use it. Oh, my God, you sound like a moron. And I I knew this, but I was just like, I was just hoping that everyone would be like, oh, sick, chin-up bar, cool. What can go wrong? Nothing. It's harmless. Same as the basketball ring out there. Who gives a fuck? 10 seconds later, they come out. You can't do that, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, 48 hours later, we've drilled it into two walls. It's been both taken down and all patched up, and now we don't have anywhere to put the chin-up bar. So, Wait, the yeah. chin-up bar has been taken down? Yeah, it's all gone. We all we, we Once we got that letter from the landlord saying it had to be taken down, we took it down. Right. Yeah, which is disappointing. I know you don't need to message me saying like, well, you shouldn't have put it up in the first place. Because his mother has already said that multiple yeah. times. It was just, I'm just updating around what's been going on. We just wanted to do something good for the little community of shops there. No one else wanted it. I just don't think they're ready to have a summer body. <laughs> well, yes. A lot of the people who were not about it going up. They definitely need definitely to be could have been using it. Um, the surf's been firing, Bella. You haven't actually been that much since Lenny's been earthside, whatever you call it. One, I've had one surf since Lenny yeah. was born, yeah. And I'm really surprised. I was actually thinking that today, that we're sitting at home not doing much. Mm. You could go for a surf every hour. I've, I've had a look most days. It's yeah. more so just hasn't been lining up ideal conditions on oh. those that times I've had available. Got ya. Um, but going for a surf tomorrow morning, 5.30 a.m., be in the water, which would be good. Is it going to be light then? 
Yeah, it gets light at like 5.30. Yeah, okay. I Apparently daylight savings this weekend. Yes. Yeah, so is it this weekend? I think it's this Sunday. Ah, uh, so Sunday. So this is what happens every year because it's about to swap out of a daylight savings. So 5.30 a.m. tomorrow on Monday will be 6.30 a.m. So that's why it's so light early now. Yeah, okay. Um, it's always I, that like week or two before daylight saving starts. This is one of those things that regardless of how many times someone explains it to me, mm. I'm just never, ever, ever going to get my Well, I think there'll be lots it. of people listening who don't understand it either because they don't have it in lots of places in yeah. the world. And Melita, when you listen to this episode, mm. do not try and explain it to me, please. <laughs> if everyone who well, is not even, aware, Melita don't even is have it mum. in every um, state in Australia. Yeah, that's why I just don't care about yeah. it that much because I'm like, look, it's not a real world problem because not everywhere has it. So I, could I don't be, need to know. I could be wrong. This could be another UK island situation. Hey, um, you brought that where one up. Where people this message time. me and say, you're an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. But for people who don't know, daylight savings is something we have in, I think they have it in Victoria, New South Wales. I don't know about New South Wales. I think they do. Um, they don't have it in Queensland. This is exactly, we don't really know. But it's where you. Um, once a year you move the clock forward an hour, once a year you move the clock back an hour and it's, it's just to just make absurd. to keep the, the most amount of daylight during the day. It is. It does make sense. It, yeah. It sometimes yeah. depends what, who explains it to me. It is just an absurd concept. <laughs> anyway, this is from Crucifix Rivers Crucifix. Oh, interesting name. Well, they were emojis, the crucifixes. Oh. Yep. Okay. Uh, anyway, ten out. This is these are from <laughs> Spotify, so some of these are reviews. Okay. Ten out of ten. Also, tuna pesto pasta ain't all that it all. Oh my god. Tuna pesto. Oh my. Start again. <laughs> this Third is, time's a jump. Tongue twister. Ten out of ten. Also, tuna pesto pasta ain't all that it cracks up to be. Hell. Okay. First of all. I'm going to say thank you for the 10 out of 10 very, mm-hmm. very much. You can only rate it five out of five though. Yeah, well, he wants to go above and beyond Double. and I'm about that. Thank you. Um, I think the tuna pesto pasta situation yeah. really depends on what brand tuna and pesto you're using. Of course. And it also depends on how al dente you like your pasta. Okay. I've been known to eat it very not al dente. Yes, which I find repulsive <laughs> because you're impatient and you just want to eat it right now. Yeah. Um, so I now usually cook the pasta because yeah. you just take it off whenever you feel like it. Mm-hmm. The tuna that we like yep. is. I don't know the name of it. I either like. Not the John West one or whatever. Yeah. So I think it's. I, it's, Serena? it's Serena, Serena, the yellow tins, but I like the John West, but I'm, I don't really care. It's I'll too have, mush. Yeah. You're just a bit anyway, but Hal will get the chili in oil one, which he's gone off yeah. recently. Back to spring and water. And now he just does the spring water. We do not like any of the flavored tunas. Yucky. Yeah. I'm, but I'm saying crucifix rivers, crucifix. Sorry. And the pestos yeah. that you like. We're, we're, they're not asking what I, what brands I like. No, He's just saying it's shit. No, I know, but I think he might just be having the wrong brands. You don't of things. know. I'm saying he it's, could be going for a shit pesto. It's good as I've had it twice this week. So yeah, okay. 
You can believe what you want. Thanks for the 10 out of 10 on the podcast. Well, if, if this person also wants my homemade recipe recipe for um my pesto. I prefer the Provador pesto. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah. <laughs> you underscore spud. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> I really like how you guys touch on the personal stuff. Makes people doing similar things feel like it's not just them going through it. Now, when I first read that, I thought that was like making, he was saying as if like you guys are like idiots. So it makes us feel like not so dumb. I get that. Yeah. Why? What? I'm just reading you a few reviews these people have sent through or like questions. Oh, okay. Um, I've also got a question. We've been talking for 16 minutes now and we've touched on like weird baby stuff, what pestos we like to eat. <laughs> um, there's some tat stuff coming. This Don't is worry. a day in the life, mate. Um, I'll breeze through these. X Paradise X. Missed you guys and the banter. You guys are the best. Congrats on the baby. Ah, thank you very, much, very much, Mr. Paradise. Just a vanity project this has become now. <laughs> yeah, all these people, I've just written these in myself. Yeah. Yeah. We could. We could just come up with yeah. really funky names. You guys are so awesome. Love hell so much. <laughs> that was from... Yeah, his hairline's not receding yeah. at all. Oh, don't even. I was going to bring that up, actually. <laughs> oh, funny. My mum told me, eight, uh, not ages ago, like a few months ago, I was like, I said my hair was receding. She's like, no, it's not. And then she was here um, yesterday and she's like, what are you going to do about that tattoo on your head now that your hair's receding? <laughs> and I was like, well, there's not really anything I can do. Well, so. the other day we were watching TikToks or whatever mm. and it was people getting hair follicle <laughs> tattoos to make it look yeah. like they had hair and you were like, oh, maybe I should get that. And I, I said, don't you fucking dare. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not an option. This is from Haydo. G'day, lords. One for both of yous. How do you guys talk through a tat? before slash first line slash halfway through. If I'm getting a shit spot done, my man Carl loves to ask if I'm having fun. Ha ha. Uh, is Carl the tattooer? Oh, I just thought of, I'm going to assume Carl's the tattooer. I'm assuming so. That's why I'm laughing. That would be funny if it was just like my mate Carl. <laughs> it, it actually could be. Could be. My man Carl loves to ask him if having fun. That's something that a friend probably would ask if you were getting tattooed. Yeah. Um, do you have an answer for this? How do I get through it? No, how do, how do you talk through it? So as the tattooist doing it? Yeah. Um, for me, I pretty much run off like a script. Um, which I've formulated over my career because when I first started tattooing, I re it was like one of my biggest downsides to my tattoo experience that I could offer was that yeah. I could I could really struggle to talk. Socially inept. Whilst tattooing. Yes. And this probably – if You been, also struggled without the tattooing side of it to talk. Oh, of course. But I've, I feel like I'm actually quite self-aware and – oh. I look back now and I was aware of it at the time, but obviously you couldn't like, didn't do anything about it, but I can look back now and go like the experiences people get now, hopefully they like them. But if you got tattooed by me six years ago <laughs> and then from six years and further ago, it would be like a massively different experience. Yeah. I'm actually shocked that some of the people that got tattooed from yeah. you when you started still come back considering the 
Oh, just Customer I would have given them absolutely nothing. You provided doing this podcast has been good. Like, really opens you up, and you can talk, and you feel comfortable. And when people come in, you feel like you've got stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um. Although it is weird when someone comes in, you've never met them before, and then they're talking to you like you're you grew up in the same mm. street as children. They're like, oh, you like Provador pesto. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, I, yeah, I formulated like this sort of script that I always go through. So when people fill out the form, I'm like, hey, mate, just get you to fill out the form. Then I meet and greet them. And it is- the Meet and greet? No, it is like- Oh, my it God, is, that sounded so funny. It is genuine, but I end up just saying the same things every time. Yeah. And I'm like, sweet, mate, you can come through. I'm just in the back room, which is like the second room. I'm like, grab a seat. I'll get all this ready. If you've been tattooed by me, you've probably heard me say these exact things. Um, I'm cringing as you say this. Once we get all the stencil and all that sort of stuff, I'm like, cool, we'll get it going. And then I always ask, like, all right, you ready? I do a line. I'm like, how was that? It's pretty much always do the first line. How was that? And they always say the same thing. Oh, you know, not good. I'm like, all right, sweet. And then I'm like, um, if they say not bad, I always go, well, they're never good, are they? And I've got like 20 lines I can just rip through. I'm not talking tat lines. I'm talking talk. I'm aware. You're just looking at me like, please stop talking. Yeah. Hmm. Pretty much. Makes me feel real self-conscious. <laughs> no, nah, mine's like yeah. the same. It's the same shit. Sometimes I'm silent for like the first like six lines. Yeah. and Because I'm just, just like, well, yeah. I'm just going to see how this person goes. And most of the time everyone is completely fine. Yeah. pretty. I always just go like I just remind myself it's like if you move to a different area of the tattoo, you go, you do a bit of it and you go, how was that? Or you go, all right, sweet, this might hurt a little bit more. And you just always ask them how they feel. and Yeah. It's so- more just like nice to have someone check in when you know they're getting something painful. Mm. It's like when someone goes and gets a blood test and they're like, are you all right there? Yeah. It's just like bedside manner. Yeah, exactly. So that was probably like a terrible answer. But, um, yeah, it's pretty basic stuff and you just always ask someone how they're going. Yeah. And then when they say, oh, yeah, it's shit as, I go, well, you wanted it. Yeah. Or, well, it's about to get a lot worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking idiot. Um, there's some really, this was from the other week. I put these up on it. I put up on Instagram saying, if you want to ask questions, whatever. Um, so I'm going to, I actually don't understand some of these, whether like, oh, I'm, that's a good start. No, whether I'm out of touch or you know how like, or just dumb, you see people talking on TikTok and they talk in like a different language almost. Yeah. Like you cap and bro. And oh, what does that even mean? Cap and means lying. Oh, cap. That's what? why when people you know you know how people say no cap, no lie. Are you serious? Yeah. But it's like it's like a iterations of remember how your Kardashian the people used to say like Bible or like on God and stuff. Yeah, and it means like truth. I love how you just said your Kardashians like as if you watch it. I don't. I don't anymore. Yeah, you used to though. Used to uh, ten years ago. If you understand these, Bella, I'll rip through them. You can answer him. How tall are you in scrambled eggs? I don't know if that's meant to be like a metaphor for something or just like a joke that we haven't understood. Oh, I was legitimately thinking about like <laughs> how many piles of scrambled eggs. <laughs> yeah, probably like 45 eggs. Um, that was actually from a tattooer, Ethan. So sorry, Ethan, I don't get it. <laughs> Unless you want me to cook heaps of scrambled eggs yeah. and get back to you. <laughs> so, um, Sally would like to know all things Lenny and how are the dogs adjusting? 
But then she's written. Written. Ma- she's written Mazel. So these are the things I'm reading. These like I don't get it. Am I miss? Am I like people think? And have I is said she something? trying to say Mazeltov? Well, I don't know. Mazeltov. We'll cancel the last bit and just read the first bit. <laughs> I love how we're now editing people's comments and <laughs> yeah. questions. All things Lenny. How are the dogs adjusting? Oh. Um, the dogs are going good. Mm-hmm. Cuddy, the very great, well. The Great Dane. The, the Great Dane. She's doing really the, well. The large black dog. Yep. She's doing very well. She just comes up and sniffs and then walks away. Mm-hmm. And Tintin, the Kelpie, she is doing good. It was a bit more of a process for that because she gets really excited and anytime Lenny makes a noise – which he makes lots of squeaky noises. Yeah. I think he sounds like an old clothesline. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tinny like runs over and wants to like jump and like lick and yeah. attack, but in like a loving way. Well, that is – so Tinny is like very excitable and really loves people, which is good. Cuddy Cuddy warms to people and eventually loves them, but at first interactions – Eventually loves them. Yeah, Cuddy's very like Cuddy's like nervous. me. Um so Tinny's main issue that we have is like people come over and she jumps on them and um, she's got no sort of like physical boundaries with people. Yeah. Licks people on the face, all that sort she of stuff. She has no spatial awareness either. Yeah. If you lean down and put your face near hers, like she'll launch into your face. Tongue on yeah. tongue. Um, so we knew that it would be an issue with Lenny just around um, Tinny being sort of really energetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the first day we brought him home, she was like squealing with excitement. Literally squealing. Um, and, was, and then she would sit there and just bark and at And she us. would like try and jump into his um, bassinet, like cot and stuff like that. So we just had to, um, yeah, put a lot of effort into like keeping them separated. Um, the dogs spend a lot more time outside than they normally would. And, yeah, this is the second day and um, – yeah, we've had Lenny sort of like really close to her and she's been just walking around. Like if if he does like make a lot of noise, she does get still quite excited, but yeah, way more relaxed now. Whereas, yeah, yeah yesterday she was like just it staring was unbearable. She would go outside <laughs> and like you pick him up and she'd just stare at you through the window like. <laughs> like I'm going to eat that child with Not love. Not in an aggressive way, just yeah, like a happy way. I'm going to lick him to death. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is from Danessa. Don't know if I've said that correctly. What is the biggest misconception about working in the tattoo industry? They've written tattoo, T-A-D-D-O-O. So I'm assuming they're not from Australia because everyone not from Australia thinks that that's how tattoo. Me, me in particular says the word. If you read my com- the comments on a lot of my TikToks where I've done voiceovers, Yes. They all say tattoo. I actually sent one of your TikToks to someone in my DMs the other day. They asked me like what I use to paint flash and all of that. And I was like, here's a TikTok my husband made. Here's a tutorial my husband made to answer the questions you said to me. Well, I was sitting in hospital and I was like, I really don't have the energy to give you the proper response. Mm. So here's this. Fair enough. That's why I made them. (laughs) Exactly. Um, I think a big misconception Mm -hmm. is that – If you're a tattooer, you can tattoo any style. Okay. So like people hear that you're a tattooer and they're like, they think that you can do fine line or Mm -hmm. realism. Some tattooers would argue, Bella, 
that if you can't do every style, then you're not a fully fledged tattooer. Yeah, well, then they can argue that, but I don't care what they think. <laughs> I think that depends on what generation you came up in. Because I would say modern day tattooers, if you've started tattooing in the last 10 years, oh, you're maybe, not expected maybe to. Maybe a little bit less. It wouldn't be necessarily that you're not expected to. I just think the industry hasn't gone that way. It's, 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 it's funneled people more into like specialties. Yeah. Because obviously I guess with how social media is impacted on tattooing, which we've touched on in a lot of episodes, is that, yeah, you sort of get people can't start coming to you for more of a specific thing. And I think that sort of super, super well-rounded, all styles covered tattooer is becoming less and less of a thing. Mm. Um, I think being that kind of a tattooer is looked, upon really really highly from other tattooers like when i see someone who can do world-class traditional and world-class realism that's like something that's super super impressive to me because you don't see it as much anymore Mm -hmm. but definitely the generation before mine and before that because of how you know you said essentially you had to be able to cater to all styles um based on what shops you worked in um, that just forced you to be more well-rounded, I think, across styles. Yeah. But, yeah, you've come into tattooing more recently, as in like five years. Mm. So I do think, yeah, that's – for a more modern daddy tattoo, I do think that's true, what you said. What do you think is a big misconception other than mine? Um, I can really only say things that I think are, like, relevant to me. So I would say one is that if you do – a certain style, obviously we do, I specialize in traditional, is that to be like really, to be perceived to be really into traditional from other tattooers, you you have to have like a, you have to express like a big interest in the history and stuff like that. Oh, I strongly disagree with that. Which, and I've, all my pursuits that I've ever done in, in life and passions and stuff have I've never been that guy. So, for example, surfing. Started surfing when I was 10. I, I couldn't give a single fuck about the history of surfing. No I watch way. old surf videos and I'm like, this is not what I want to see. I want to see – I like more modern stuff. And I understand within tattooing why you should have a, a level of knowledge about, you know, who's come before you, where certain designs originated. I'm not saying that, but um, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have those things. I definitely think that you should. And as I've tattooed longer and longer, I've become more interested in that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I think, yeah, what I like for me, it was like I got into tattooing because I just thought they were cool and I really liked them. Yeah. Um, Which I think there's no issue with. Exactly. And so I think, yeah, there's a misconception that it's like, oh, you're into tattoos. You have to be, you you obviously must be into like the heritage and the history of all that sort of stuff. And um. I always think like, yeah, your customer base ends up resembling sort of you in a little little bit of a way. I would say the majority of my customers are just into tattoos because they think they're cool. And I agree. Um, yeah, yours as well. I do definitely tattoo a few people who are into sort of like tat history and they're collectors. I've had stuff, a few but- customers who are really into tattoo history mm. and they've asked me a few questions and I'm like, mate, I am not the person to answer these. Yeah. So that would be one. I was very me. open. I hope that made sense. Um. I guess there's, yeah, obviously some historical sort of um, associations with tattooing that 
have hist- yeah have start historically been like misconceptions about tattooing. Mm. Or maybe they haven't pre in the past, but they are now. You know, mm. just the fucking cliche ones. I had criminals, blackies, all that sort of shit. Yeah. Um Well, as we said at the start of the episode, I've never been to jail, so No. Yeah, I think that was pretty evident from the fact <laughs> you thought private hospital was uh <laughs> was Pentridge. Um <laughs> Well, now that your your knee web tatters and elbow web tatters, now you've actually earned them, Bella. Yeah, true. Been to my own kind of prison. Um, I would love if someone ever asked you, like, "Oh, have you done time?" Because you got those the web (laughs) tatters, and you're like, "Yeah, did three nights at the bays." They probably (laughs) they probably think you were talking about like the bays in San Francisco or something, or Long Bay Prison or something. I did two nights in hospital myself, and I. Begged them to discharge me because I was <laughs> yeah. like about to kill someone. Yeah. Like how get the bolt cutters out. I need to get out of here. hundred um, percent. Misconceptions other than those ones. Nothing's come to the top of my head. Um, I think tattooing these days, it's like so many different sorts of people tattoo. Mm. And that's why so many more people get tattooed now. You know, it's like there's um, – so more open Yeah, it's like industry. If, if, uh, people that you could find someone who's similar to you and has similar interests and passions and then, yeah, you have some sort of connection and you end up wanting to get tattoo from them. Yeah. That's how it works. Generally. Um, a few congratulatory messages, one from Will Crooks, AFL um, place for Collingwood in the wheelchair AFL. Yes. Yep, Get long-time customer of mine and good friend of Cody's, got a free tattoo from Cody's as well. Mm-hmm. I actually think Will got my first ever chest piece tattoo. Really? Yeah. What's he got on his chest? I can't think. He's got a, a skull and a rose with a dagger going through it. can't remember what's on the side, some flowers and two skulls or something. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, Will's got a, tattoos from all different eras of my career. <laughs> you can see there's like, oh, those ones, that's when I was using those inks. Oh, those ones, that's when I was using this machine. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, long-time customer. Thank you, Will. And – Really good. Um, he also plays wheelchair rugby or basketball. I think it's I basketball. Remember. Yeah. Really good um, wheelchair athlete. And I think he won Collingwood's best and fairest. Really? Yeah. I love that it's Collingwood. Yeah. Good on him. And he barracks for Collingwood as well. So oh, when he got drafted to him, he was super better. stoked about it. Yeah. He told me something funny the other week. He's like, oh, it's really funny when you meet like, you know, because he's obviously a big supporter of the team. Yeah. He's like, you meet all the guys and – um. And then he's like, yeah, and you realise like some of your favourite players, like they're absolute fuckwits. (laughs) (laughs) I strongly agree with all of that. He didn't tell me who. No, isn't that – that's why people are always like you should never meet your hero. Yes. Yeah. Big time. Uh, What are some good ink recommendations? Tattoo ink or painting ink? This is from Adzi FB um, who tattoos on Norfolk Island. Ink. Well, ink. Tattoo, I think he's just saying, like, what are your favorite inks that you use? Tattoo ink. Yes. Well, you could say painting inks if you want to. Tattoo ink recommendations come with the little asterisks on them that it's like you can't buy them unless you're a professional tattooer. Yeah. I feel like I'll get in trouble within from other tattooers if I don't say that. Yeah. Um. I like Dermaglow. Yep. Um, Pretty much all of the colours you and I both use are Dermaglow. Yeah. Um, I, you, I. We just use Dynamic Black. Yes. Um, I just use that because that's what 
you were using when yeah. I was your apprentice and what? we've just stuck I to it. I used to use Kirasumi, which I liked. Sorry, with the Dermaglow, we yeah. do not get into the triple black or any of that. It's That's just- dynamic. The dynamic blacks that got the triple black. Yeah. We just use normal one black. Yeah. <laughs> which is just the one strength black. Yeah. Black um, enough for that. Everyone, we do get a lot of messages about that. Or I do. I don't know if I don't see your messages. Um, so I'm not <laughs> sure. But I get a lot of messages saying like, oh, do you use triple black or whatever? And it's like, just use, yeah, straight dynamic black. Um, For the gray wash and stuff, just use watered down dynamic. Yeah. We just I make our yeah, own. I don't use any pre-mix stuff. No. And we don't pre-mix like a large quantity. Yeah. Just make it every, every tat you do. Yeah. A few drops of black and a bit of water, or a bit of witch hazel. Um, yeah. Colors use Dermaglow and we use a few chroma colors. Yes. Um, just for a few different colors, just because the Dermaglow ones, I don't like the consistency of some of their colors. Yeah. Prefer the chroma consistency. I feel like it goes in easier. They're probably the only that's ones that it. I would recommend because that's what I'm confident using. Well, like all the big brands and stuff that make good quality inks. But for me, it's like if you look at the inks I've got at the shop, that they're, they're the- There's not many. They're the only three. Yeah. We have more than three. No, three brands. Three brands. Chroma, Dermaglow, <laughs> Dynamic. Yeah. I used to like, I was saying before, I used to like use Kirasumi mm. um, for the black, but the bottle it came in- didn't have like a twist top or anything. It just had a little cap you had to put back on. Yeah. And you're not very good would, with things like oh, that. I just make so much mess with that shit. Yeah. So started using that dy- dynamic. I've fucked around a little bit previously with Talon's ink. Um, Why'd it, you stop? Um, well, a lot of people I know use it. It's got a really good like finish when it's healed. Yeah. So some of the like some of the knocks I've heard on different brands, like some people say, oh, dynamic when it heals, it's like shiny. Where like it just is a bit more shiny, as in like your skin's more reflective. Yeah. For a little bit. Whether or not that's true, that's just some comments I've heard and stuff. Um, Kirasumi, similar, but the talons, people say it's like a really matte finish. Mm. Um, which is true. Um, but I don't think it heals as well. Yeah. That makes sense. So I've tried, yeah, a lot of different blacks and stuff. But, yeah, the ones that I'm using and have used for a long time now, Dynamic. I don't think um, that Dynamic heals shiny at all. Mm, compared to Talons, it does. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not as if it's But it heal- I would say for me it heals better than the Talons heals. That's yeah. why I use Dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. But looking at a Dynamic – tattoo, mm. I wouldn't look at it and be like, oh, wow, that, that looks shiny. No, you wouldn't say, but if you then- It compared it to it something else. To, yeah, yeah, you definitely, yeah, I think you would. Um, this is from, sorry, I need to zoom in. Skin on sin. Hmm. Uh, skin on sin. Oh. <laughs> or skin on sin. <laughs> Congrats, guys. How did you guys get the name Lenny? Fuck, I actually really don't know. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. I heard someone on the radio with that name and I was like, oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure that's where I came up with it. But we had a list mm. of like six or so names that we liked that we just kept like writing yeah. and adding to and deleting names from. Bella had it on her phone and we would we would just say like whenever we had thought of a name or whatever, we'd say, oh, what do you think about this name? And then 
If we both liked it, we wrote it down. If we both liked it, we'd keep it on the list. And sometimes I would like read back that list and we would all, we would both be like, oh, that's a shit one. Why do yeah. you think of that? And we'd delete it. Yeah. And we, um, it was like Lenny wasn't at the top of my list actually. No. We had, so we were pretty set on another name and we're like, yep, cool. That's both our favorites. And we just kept the other ones on the list. I have thought about a few of those, two of yeah. the names since he was born. Mm. And I'm like, there is one of them that I still really like, yeah. but I'm not going to say it in case we do choose to have another child oh, and we want to okay. use that name. Yeah. But it was like when, and then we obviously had Lenny and we hadn't discussed, obviously we hadn't had time really to discuss before the birth, like, Oh, we're going to go with this name. Mm. So but we thought we had at least five, yeah, more, weeks. five more weeks. So and then when we got back to the hospital, when I got back to the hospital after dropping Lenny at the other hospital, where and then when I went back to see you, yeah, um, you were like, "Oh, what are you thinking for names?" And I was like, "Oh, it's funny. Like on the way to having got the phone call saying like, oh, he's coming in like an hour. You need to get to the hospital, Lenny.' I kept just thinking of the name Lenny because obviously I was thinking about like, "Fuck, what are we going to call him?" And it was like, and Lenny just was the one that was stuck in my head and it felt like the the best, I just, like that was the name that had just been chosen. Yeah, so Hal got back to the hospital after following Lenny in the transport car to take him to the special care place. Yeah. And we were lit- like I'd literally just given birth like a few hours, like two hours before. Mm. And I just looked at him and I'm like, so what name do you want to do? And I was just like, just fucking choose a name. I just. Whoa. No, and I said no because I like, was like, right. I don't want. I hate how on like the tag on his little yeah. ankle it said like, "Baby of Isabella yeah. Hunter" or yeah. whatever. Um, and Hal just said like, "Oh yeah, I think Lenny." And I just looked at him and I was like, "Okay." Yeah. And then I went and had a shower. <laughs> but I do definitely think it suits him. I think I do the, too. Some of the other names, I'm like, mm, "Nah, he's not. He's a Lenny." Yeah. You know, he's right here. There's one of the names that I look at him and I'm like, that could still work for you, but yeah, well you can we didn't go with it. Head. Where do you guys think you'll be 10 years from now? We actually answered this in the first ever episode. What did we say as our I answer? I can't remember. It could be very different to what I'm about to say. What are you going to say now? I haven't got anything like I, that. made it sound like I had a big answer prepared. Yeah. Um, Mate, I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow. Yeah. I think it's – we did the first episode. When was it? Nearly a year ago now. Really? Yeah, it was in November, I think, last year. Wow. Yeah, so a lot has changed, obviously, for us since then. Um, so I don't know. Actually, I can't remember what we said. So this could you can go back and listen and see if see if asking another twelve months and you'll get a completely different <laughs> answer. Um, I honestly don't know. I think. I'm not sure. Actually, yeah. Well, we will have a 10-year-old. We'll have a 10-year-old, which should be pretty crazy. We'll both be turning 40. Yuck. Um, And it's funny, like- My weekly recap, I turned 30. Oh, congratulations. You did. Thanks, Hal. And I I remembered this year. Yes, you did. I went and got you- um, A coffee and a a Danish. And a Danish in the morning. And it was a pretty subdued birthday, but you actually got your present. Yeah. My present- or your birthday wish. My, yeah, my birthday wish was to um, for Lenny to be discharged from hospital and it happened on my birthday. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Worked out good. Very happy with that. Um, 10 years from now, it's like, yeah, we'll both be turning 40. Lenny will be 10. 
I will have tattooed for 19 years by then. Jesus. Yeah, so this is my ninth year tattooing, so next October's 10 years for me. Um, so, yeah, that will be pretty far into a career. I, I see myself still tattooing. Mm. I see you still tattooing. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly can't say what capacity that will be in. I, I think, you know, having a kid obviously makes you sort of think about all these things a bit more, like what do you want to be doing, where do you want to be, where do you want to work, all that sort of stuff. So definitely in the last two weeks I've – I always think about these things, but in the last two weeks I've been thinking about a lot more Mm -hmm. about, um, yeah, like as I said in last week's episode, you know, like tattooing obviously is one of my life's passions and – um. But, you know, it's not the most important thing anymore now that we have a child. Mm-hmm. So there could be lots of different scenarios, obviously, that get thrown up with Lenny and about what he's into and what he wants to do and ha- that will impact, might potentially impact on our work and what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, my dream, if we want to get into that, while you're talking, I'm just going to go get his dummy because he's making some very yeah. poo-like sounding noises from his mouth and mm. I don't want it to come through on the mic. Well, if they can't hear the dogs barking, I doubt they can hear that. Oh, he's being um, pretty noisy. Yeah, I would love to be able to tattoo um, being financially free. I think that that would be the ultimate goal is when um, there isn't as much pressure to – do as many tattoos or to fill out the weeks every single week as much as you can. Um, like obviously I love doing that and I love the fact that our careers have allowed us to do that, to, you know, book out for months and, you know, have as many customers ultimately as, as you want to do a week. But, you know, I would be lying if I said there wasn't like obviously a financial element to that. Like, you know, we've got a mortgage, um, you know, we've got bills to pay and stuff, which everyone does, but, um, you know, there is an element of tattooing for us that is about earning money, like any job. Yeah. So I would love in, yeah, in 10 years or at any point to be able to go to tattoo each week with very, very little sort of financial overheads. Um, the main one would be having less of a mortgage. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah. So in order to get- Hey, we in, made our bed, now we got to sleep in it. Exactly. But in order to get to that place, obviously got to keep working more intensely and- We could start um, selling drugs. Mm, I don't know if that probably really works in with my podcast, lifestyle. Um, yeah. Probably doesn't really yeah. go along with our moral compass. Would love to be on a farm somewhere. That would be cool. That would be great. Because yeah. I would love some ducks. I actually had a look today on realestate.com for some larger properties down I thought you were going to say you had a look today online about buying me a duck. No, I didn't. Um, That's tomorrow's There's a task. few good ones within like 20 minutes of us, big properties. And how much were they? Uh, you need probably – well, you definitely need between 15 and 30 mil. Uh, we definitely don't have yeah. it anywhere near that. Well, I was like, oh, let's have a look what f- places are at Flinders. I'm going to surf over in oh, Western Port that tomorrow. Would be heaven. There's some f- really, really nice ones. You could get a you could get a really good one if you had like five mil. All right. Anyway, we're not talking about property, please. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's 
yeah, I didn't really give like a full in-depth, this is what we're doing, but yeah, pretty, pretty open to just keep going how we're going and seeing where that goes. I have no idea, but since I said we'll have a 10-year-old, mm. I can't stop imagining us and a 10-year-old and now I feel really old. Yeah. Well, 10 years is a long time, obviously, but yeah. it will go quickly. Oh, my Very God. Very quickly. Well, you think you started tattooing in 2019. Yeah. Next year, that's five years. Oh, wow. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. When we're in New York. Time flies. But it always does. This year's gone so quickly. Um, I mentioned this one, Simon Atkinson photo. Mm-hmm. Good friend. He said, how's Lenny going? We've already, um, he's actually said, how's Lenny doing? Mm-hmm. Um, Lenny's doing really well. Really well. He's put, very cute. Put a lot of weight on. Oh, yeah. Um, we got him weighed today. That was the main reason they wanted to keep him under observation was just to make sure he's gaining weight at the correct rate and stuff like and that. And he's overachieving. Yes. He gained 194 grams in two, two, days. two days. And they said they would expect that in seven days. <laughs> for, yeah. for an average baby. I've got him on the peptides already. Yeah. I've been injecting <laughs> him too. Um, this, I hope I understand this question. This is another one of the slightly confusing ones from Toby. When can you give yourself a tattoo social tag? Is before being an apprentice too soon? What? Tattoo social tag? What is that? When I read that, I thought it meant like a social tag is like, I'm a tattooist or I'm an apprentice tattooer. Right. Or I'm like a... Like a work label, I guess. Yeah, okay. Um, Why do you think it sounds like something else now? No, I think he's asking, I'm reading this either two ways. He's either saying, is it acceptable to say that you're before being, you're before a tattoo apprentice? Like you're essentially like an aspiring tattoo apprentice? Mm -hmm. Um, I would say if that is how you, if that's actually what you've asked, then I would say there's nothing wrong with saying, describing yourself as an aspiring tattoo artist. I would say once you're in the act of doing it, that's when- Doing what? The job or the task. So I would say- Oh, so you're saying saying- Apprentice. So you can call yourself an apprentice, but not an aspiring apprentice. Yeah, because you're not actually doing it yet. You're just- hoping or dreaming and for some people it doesn't become reality. But what if you're actively searching for an apprenticeship? Then you are aspiring to be an apprentice. Yeah, I still think. Okay. That might not even be the question he's asked, but that's how I read Read the question again, word for word. When can you give yourself a tattoo social tag? Is before being an apprentice too soon? See, I interpret that as like, Oh, Your Instagram handle yeah, saying no, like- That makes more sense. Bella Hunter tattoo. Fuck. I've embarrassed myself again. Well, no, but I could still be wrong. No, that's- I've Now you've said that. And yep. then for that, yep. I would say if you're an aspiring- So that's then, like when people are like paint flash only and they're not an apprentice, yep. but they have- tattoo artist or whatever in their Instagram bio. Yeah, I think it's fine. So, for example, if I were just painting flash mm-hmm. and I was aspiring to get an apprenticeship and I yeah. was searching for one, 
I think it would be fine to say Bella Hunter Tattoo as my handle. Mm. But if I was only ever planning on just painting it at home for fun and not finding an apprenticeship, yeah. definitely don't put the word tattoo in there because- well, It just wouldn't make sense. Yeah, because you're not going yeah. to be doing the tattoo. Yeah, I, th- I, don't, I don't really have a, a preference or any – I don't really have a yes or a, like a, a positive or negative thing. I just think if if it makes sense and you feel like that's what you are or what you want to be, um, then, yeah, call yourself whatever you want to. Yeah, there's definitely but no if rules. You're, if you're feeling like, you know, like you're having to explain, people are like, oh, why have you got that in your bio or some shit? And it's like – and you're feeling uncomfortable about that, then maybe don't do it. But again, totally up to you. I don't really have a, any any thoughts yeah. on it. Question for Bella. This will be this is an interesting one. Does the pain from giving birth compare to getting tattooed on rough spots? Absolutely <laughs> not. Not even slightly. Before I knew that I was in labor, I literally was thinking to myself. If this is painful, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to give birth. <laughs> and then, and then yeah. turns out I was in active labour, nine always, centimetres dilated. So we're yeah. good. I've always been a big, um, a big like you can never understand someone else's pain unless you've had the same thing. So I like, agree. If you've had your back tattooed, you can you can say that you know you have a pretty good understanding of what someone else getting their back tattooed. Yeah, feels like even though you can never feel exactly what they're feeling. Yes, because some people sit fine and they yeah. tolerate it, whatever. Um, so I've always been like, well, when people say you know like giving birth is the most painful thing in the world, I've always been like, well, you can't prove that. Well, I guess maybe you probably technically could, mm. but I'm like, you know, like I've never given birth. So, but you've also never experienced some painful things that I've experienced. Mm. But after seeing you give birth, I'm pretty certain <laughs> I've not really. Other, I, I you, you haven't said anything about the entire birthing situation. Oh, I would no way would I want to do that. <laughs> no way. The only thing I, I was thinking this, this is a bit weird. Lenny, if you ever listen to this, Daddy, take, sorry. <laughs> take this into the context it's set in. I reckon as a male, you could only say that you've experienced something equivalent to giving birth if you've had to like sever some part of your body off whilst being like fully Awake. conscious. Well, yeah, for me, I didn't have any pain relief with mm. me. So I was aware of everything. So that's why I was thinking like, yeah, it's like to me it was sort of like it was on the same realm of like if you had to cut your own foot off. Oh, my it, God, but, sickening. Uh, but then I'm like I don't know if you could even say that those things are the same, but I would put them in the same category. Do you reckon that's true? Look, it's pretty close to it, but the weird thing is you're pretty much only in pain when you're having contractions. Yeah. But for me – the pain was the severe back pain from the position yeah. of the baby, yeah. which was constant, which didn't go away until mm. he was out. Yeah. I so yeah, I don't think- but, but I cannot compare that to any pain or even like the early contractions to any pain I've ever, ever, ever been in. Yeah. Like I've never broken a bone or like severely hurt myself. Mm. The worst I've done is a cracked vertebrae. Yeah. And that was fine. Like honestly- I had to, I had some Panadol and I laid down and I felt fine. And then yeah. I 
gave birth and fuck me did. That was Yeah. An so experience. I definitely think it's having not given the birth. <laughs> I'd much rather get tattooed than You held the birth. hand and patted my head of someone yeah. who did give the birth, but mm-hmm. I'd much prefer to get tattooed. Oh, 100%. But even still, I'm going to complain Getting tattooed when I get tattooed shit. in the yeah. future. So, Heading off to Europe, would love some tattooer recommendations. Goodness gracious me. Europa tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, the ones off the top of my head, Frith Street Tattoo in London. Um, some really good, cool tattooers work there. George Bonner, don't know if that's how you pronounce his last name. I got tattooed by him in London several years ago. I'm not sure if he still works in London, but um, have a look at him. The only people I can think of are London people. Yeah, they're just ones off the top of my head. I know there's uh, Simon Earl. Yep, you in, got your in neck the UK. Done? I'm going to say he did my throat. Um, yeah, one of my sort of, um, well, definitely one of my favorite tattooers. Um, I need to get better with names. Yeah. I can never remember. Um, there's there'd be heaps that I follow, but I just don't know. Um, off the top of our heads, like off the top of my head, there would be heaps. I look on my Instagram. Like and I, I seriously fuck, can't I think of him? where people work. I, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, Europe. And Europe for me, because I've really I've only been to Italy and um, the UK. I always just think of Europe as like the UK even though I know it's like a whole lot of other Well, areas. yeah, when you say they're going to Europe, I'm thinking like they're going to the mm. Greek islands. And I'm really... like, fucked if I know a tattoo were there. Mm. Sounds like something someone who thinks private hospitals are prisons would say. Oh, my God. I'm <laughs> yeah. never going to hear oh, the you end mean, of this. You think Europe is just the UK? <laughs> <laughs> um, <sighs> I know there's some like Spanish tattooers and stuff that I follow who I really like their tats, but I'm – can't, not off the top of my head. Yeah, I can't think of them. Um, and there's a tattooer, oh, I'm going to say Frederico. Sick, does, Sounds European, such doesn't sick it? Tattooers. Was somewhere in Europe, but he's now moved to LA. Oh, only, so only just recently. Not helpful. Yep. Um, so I threw a few names in there, so hopefully. And I threw none in. Perfect. Yep. Favorite machines to use and thoughts on, <laughs> and thoughts on the new pen. In brackets, dildo machines. <laughs> I think we've spoken about this before. We have. We've spoken about the dildo tap machines. Um, I actually wouldn't mind trying one. Yeah, go for it. The tattoo version. I know exactly what you'll say. What? Um, no, you use it, give you a review, and then I'll say, I'll write down what right now. I'll Word for word what you think I'll say. Screenshot it so we can With have a date, date and, time and a time stamp. and then we can review it. Um. Favourite machines, mine are Midtown Tattoo Machines. Yeah. Um, and I love Midtown. specifically Midtown X Carlisle Tattoo Co. Machines. <laughs> That's not like a shameless plug or anything. They're actually the machines that I do use. Mm-hmm. Um, been really enjoying them. Mm-hmm. Other favourite machines, Chad Copelinger Machines. Yeah, I'm using the liner. Um, you are. And hopefully it's still in my drawer when I return. The Scott Moss machines. The Scott Moss machines. Yep. But yeah, most of my machines. And the shag for me. The shag built. The one. That's the what it's one. called. Um, most of my machines are Midtown machines. Have used them pretty much exclusively since 2015. Yeah. I use their liners and yep. shaders and I love both. Um, thoughts on the dildo machines. Um, 
Just not something I've ever really been exposed to, to be honest. There's a few guys at the shop. Rudy uses them. Bobby uses them occasionally. Some of the guys at Vintique use them. Actually, a lot of the guys at Vintique use them. Mm -hmm. I definitely think, and this is not like uh, it's not like a hundred percent of the industry, but because I know that some some of my favorite tattooers use them um, and do you know bold traditional and stuff like that. But I would say, yeah, the majority of people who do traditional use coil machines mm -hmm. or use the combination, like the, not combination, but they're technically rotary machines, but they aren't the direct drive um, pen machines. Mm -hmm. um, like similar to the Shag and the Dan Cubans and stuff, like a lot of people who do traditional use them. Yes. So they still have an armature bar and stuff like that. Um, yeah, for me, I've never used one of the pens, you know, the things I've heard about them is they don't hit as hard. You've got to go a bit slower, all this sort of stuff, but then they have other benefits. They're all wireless, which would be super freeing because you have any clip cord on my machine is annoying as fuck. Um, only cause we get tangled. Yeah. I don't have any plans or anything of experiment, experimenting with them. Um, but that might change. You never know. Might take it would just take one of the guys at the shop to use it and I'll see a tat they do and go, fuck, how was that? And I'll say, oh man, you should try it and then I'll do a tat with it. So Yeah. Um, what about you, Bella? I have no issue with them at all. Mm. I wouldn't mind trying one. I wouldn't want to do it on a customer. I'd want to try it on like a friend or whatever just to play around. Yep. Because it would I don't think I would be able to do my own sort of style. I think, yeah, it'd be it. like a trial and error thing. So you don't yeah. want to be just having like, oh, sick. You you come in for the 11 a.m. booking. You know, it's yeah. the first time oh, you've let met me someone. Give this a yeah, and you're just like halfway through, you're like, mm, it's not it's not mm. a bad tattoo, but it's definitely not what they came in for. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, and I would never yeah. want to charge someone for something that I'm like not confident yeah. with and knew that I was going into it fucking doing trial and error. Yeah. But, but yeah. like Austin Maples, who's one of our favorite tattooers, yeah, he uses a pen. Yep. Um, and he was actually so when he did my hands, which do you remember what year that was? Twenty fifteen. It was maybe? the first time we went to America together, oh. and that was a few years after high school. Yeah, twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen. Yeah. Um. Nah, it might have even been before that. I'm not might sure. Might have been before that. Anyway sort of irrelevant when it was. So he was, when he did my hands, he was using um, a rotary machine, uh, which is made by Dan Cuban. Mm -hmm. And I believe it was the Sidewinder, the version one, which is a little bit sought after now because they sort of changed a little bit. Yep. And I remember Bobby was messaging me afterwards going, oh, what did he use? Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, he used, I, I think I messaged him afterwards and said, hey, Austin, what machine were you using? And um, 2014. I 2014. Yep. So I was still an apprentice in 2014, or like finishing my apprenticeship. Yeah. Potentially. And he was like, "Oh, I'm using the Dan Cuban Sidewinder." I was like, "Oh, fuck!" So I messaged Bobby. Anyway, at the time, it was really difficult to buy machines when you're an apprentice. So it's a little bit more open, definitely more open now. But all the all the websites and stuff, you had to have like. 
an account and you had to be like verified. So they would like yeah. call the shop and speak to the shop owner and like verify your account so you could then buy equipment. Yeah, made sure that you weren't just like a home scratcher. Yeah, or exactly. And there was a like a tattoo machine sort of Instagram social media page where people would post secondhand machines and all this sort of stuff. But you couldn't buy on there if you were an apprentice. And I actually got um, – I got banned off there or like blocked because I was trying to um, buy a machine off there but I was an apprentice and the account was massive. It's still like pretty much where you would buy every secondhand machine um, is run by like a tattooer who I actually have spoken to on my – on his personal account just about tattooing. And then I found out that he runs the thing and I was like, oh, that's funny. I got blocked off there because I was an apprentice trying to buy machines. But, sorry, this has been a long story. Um, I ended up getting the same machine that Austin was using, the Dan Cuban Signwinder. I ended up buying it off Ben Fraser Mm. at Good Luck Tattoo. And then I used it on a few tats and it was my first time ever using like a, yeah, direct drive rotary Obviously, don't have a spring. Some of them do now, but at the time, um, yeah, this was like had no spring, and I'm, I just destroyed people with it. I tattooed so hard on them, like um, that sounds absolutely terrible. Yeah, and I ended up selling it to Charlie Gerardin, huh? Under Bobby's name because I was an apprentice at the time. <laughs> so I, uh, and then Bobby had, I was like, Bobby can like, can you help me out? And he's like, yep. So Bobby was like, put it up for sale or this sort of stuff. And then Charlie bought it. And then Bobby's like, Oh, hell's going to come drop it over to you. Is that cool? So then I went and I was like, Oh, here's Bobby's machine. I don't, oh I don't think goodness. I've ever told that story on here before. I didn't even know that that happened. Yeah. Well, I know everyone says like, Oh, when I started, it was different and stuff, but that was like, yeah, apprentices weren't accepted in a way that they are now. No. You know, like, they're like so many apprentices going doing guest spots I or think stuff like social that. Social media has really changed the yeah. game for apprentices. Exactly. And Made like, it way more welcoming. Probably those guys wouldn't have given a single fuck, you know, but it was like we were like conscious of the perception that people might not want to buy machines off an apprentice and yeah. stuff or like all that sort of shit. So, um, yeah, a little bit of a different time, but um, I sort of wish I hadn't sold that machine. Well, Bob, Bobby's still got one. Um, he whips it out occasionally. I definitely do think, though, they're more painful than, really? co- than coils. Yep. They yeah, have no okay. give. That needle goes in the exact same depth every single time. Yeah. I'm not arguing. Yeah. I just have never heard you say that. Yeah. I think Bobby thinks that as well. Yeah. We'll have to get him on here. He actually has said that he's going to come on. He has mentioned yeah. he will come on now. Oh, and just one other thing. Um, last week I made the announcement that we will be doing up in the Byron Bay Shire area sort of tattooing before the end of the year. And I had a few people message me about it. And since then we've actually decided we're not going to go this year. <laughs> um, we do want to. and we Hal tr- has decided. We'll try to next year. But I think, yeah, just the prospect of going on a plane with a newborn and stuff, all doable, more so just like- It's just like extra things about like when you hire a car, now you have to get a baby seat. Yeah, we were thinking about all that sort of stuff and I was like, you know what, I think it's 
going to detract from the relaxation of the trip, mm-hmm. all the stress and the preparation and stuff. So, so we're going to the farm. Yeah, we're going to go to my parents' farm and spend some time with them. So, um, and teach Lenny how to yeah mow the lawns and yeah float down the river. So um, I promise we won't do that. That sounds yeah. really dangerous. But we will next year probably. Well, definitely we we plan to do some sort of travel tattooing mm-hmm. within Australia. So yeah. So Let's just buy an RV and do a drive around Australia. That would be cool. I'd love that. But there's nothing like sleeping in your own bed, isn't there, Bella? There really is. You just said that at the start of the episode. I now love, you want to sleep in a car for twelve months. I love my own home. Yeah. Shoot me. No, I agree. Um, thank you very much for listening. And we'll be planning to be back, yeah, every single week um, for the foreseeable future. So, um, yeah. Unless Hal decides to change his mind on that too. But well, that's stay it. tuned. I could be in the circus in 10 years. Who knows? That, <laughs> many, that many things are changing in my life. Well, you can juggle, so. I can juggle. Yeah. Um, it's not that impressive. Our I ob- can't, obstetrician so. today was telling us he's trying to learn how to juggle on a unicycle on a tightrope. With with um, knives or something. Machetes. Machetes. So I think basic juggling is not that impressive. He's also very talented with many things. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. Send us your reviews. Um, Apologise if I rambled on. And, yeah, thank you. Thank you very, very much. This episode is brought to you by Carlisle Tattoo Co. 178 Carlisle Street, St Kilda, Melbourne, Australia.